Today's video is all about the simplest way to budget. Guys, if you're watching this video and you're not budgeting right now because you just find it too much of a hassle to do, or you started it in the past and you've just not been able to follow through with it because you found it too much hard work or too boring or too stressful to kind of keep going with it, this is definitely the video for you. This is what I do personally after many years of budgeting. Some of those ways in which I did it were very complicated, took a lot of time, and this is where I landed. So guys, if this is something of interest, keep watching. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox Podcast. Yes, we go through that sexy subject of budgeting, the kind of thing we like to talk about with our friends, family, down the pub. Who doesn't want to talk about this area? So that's why I thought I'd cover it. Look, guys, I know this is not the most interesting subject, but if you didn't think it was important, you wouldn't be watching this video. It is so fundamental to strong financial success within your life but we don't want it to be boring. We don't want it to be a hassle taking ages to, to do. So I'm gonna cover off in this video uh, what it is specifically I do, why I do it, and how I came to do it, okay? So first of all, the background to it, all right? So, but before we go into the background, I wanna kind of call out the fact that I've been a bit dishonest in this video, okay? Actually, the technique I'm gonna be showing you today isn't quite the simplest way to budget. The simplest way to budget is just to not budget, right? Just to kind of carry on, do what you want, spend what you want, not review and analyze it. And that's why a lot of people do that, right? They just don't bother because it's just hassle-free. But the consequence of that is you have no idea what you're spending. You're just going in a direction, thinking you might be in one direction, but maybe in another. Or you know you're spending too much or in the wrong things, but because you don't have a process in place, you're just not addressing it. So this is the simplest way to budget while actually doing something about it, okay? So firstly, now I budgeted for many years growing up, right? Money was a really important topic for me and really building a strong financial future was important for me. And so naturally I went through what I was spending, how much I was spending, on what and why. And I spent many hours reviewing things. Yes, I know that's crazy. And, and I'm, a big, I'm a big believer in that. The more time you spend on a subject, analyzing and looking at it, the better you get. I learned so much from, the, from those processes being able to uh, work out if I change things, how that would change the course of my life. So I'm not saying that isn't a good idea, but I recognize that takes a long time and for a lot of people, it's not the vibe they wanna be going for, right? So over the years, you know, I did really well in this subject, you know, financially, I got a lot of success. And so I got to the point where I thought, I don't really need to budget anymore. I'm really doing really well when it comes to my finances. I've got build up a lot of money. My income's really strong. 
I don't do much unnecessary spend. I spend very little, I'm very frugal. Hell, I've mastered it, you know, I don't need to budget, you know, that's for people earlier on the journey than me. How wrong I was. So, you know, fast forward a few years, I set a goal and that was last year. And this goal was to triple the amount of income I was getting from properties. So this is net cash flow. So if I if I add up all the income and I subtract all the costs, you know, how much is that? I wanted to triple that number. I really wanted to drive growth in that area for me. So to do that, I thought, well, what are the three most important things that I can focus on that I think is going to materially improve that? Well, it was spending. So the less I spend, the more I'm able to save. And that money that I save, I can buy into properties to get more cash flow. Secondly, income. The more money I go out and make allows me to spend more money going out and buying properties. And then the third one is actually analyzing deals, finding opportunities, and then taking those opportunities once I've got an offer on a property through to completion to be able to then rent it out and get that cash flow. So I need to maximize how much money is coming in to be able to buy properties. And I want to be maximizing my time looking at deals and progressing deals to actually get income from properties, right? So why I'm telling you this is because one of those three was spending. So I thought, well, I probably should start reviewing how much I'm spending again because I'd stopped it. And when I did that, I reviewed my last month's income. And when I did that, I was shocked how much money I was spending. Way more than I thought I was. I thought I was spending maybe half what I was, right? You know, how could somebody who'd been like budgeting for many years, have you know, very passionate about this subject, spent a lot of time in this area, have got it so wrong? Well, because I wasn't reviewing it, okay? So kind of step number one is really just actually review what you're spending okay but we want to do it in a simple way so i thought you know i don't want to be spending hours and hours on this anymore you know i don't think it is a good value of my time but i do know i need to do some form of budgeting some form of review to be able to make sure i'm sticking with the plan so i went through it and i thought well what's the simplest way to do this and i came up with a three-step approach okay and it follows the Mnemonic, I think that's the word, right? Three letters, A-R-C, ARC. So that's what you need to remember. A, add, R, review, and then C, course correct, okay? So we'll be going through these three steps today. I'll talk through exactly what I do and then maybe some suggestions for what you could do to make it even simpler if you want to, okay? So number one, add up everything you spend, okay? Really simple. Two, review what you spend. That can be as simple or as complicated as you want, but you can just be like, just looking how much you've been spending in what areas. And then three, course correct. So once you've realized what you're spending, go right, well, what do I wanna do differently next time? Do I wanna be spending more or less in specific areas? And that's it, okay? Three steps, add, review, course correct. So let me go into each of these areas and I'll talk to you through exactly what I do. So first thing is, I add everything up. 
And you wanna do this in a really simple way, right? Because when you've got money coming in, you know, you've gotta like think about, oh, how I'm gonna add it up and then categorize it. And inevitably you've got money everywhere, right? So you've got your credit cards, you might have different bank accounts. For me, my financial situation is really complicated. I must have something like 25 different bank accounts or credit cards. It's so, so complicated. And so this was a really real problem for me because I didn't want to go through each area, adding it up, checking it and stuff. You know, it needed to be really simple. In comes the money dashboard. Amazing, amazing website. And you guys should definitely check it out. I'm gonna link it into the show notes. And what Money Dashboard does is it allows you to access each of your different bank accounts or credit cards and so on, where you're making spendings. It logs into them and then it draws that information into Money Dashboard. So in Money Dashboard, it will show you all your transactions from everywhere, okay? So if you've just got one bank account and that's it, you don't need to do this, it's super simple. You just go into your normal bank. But for someone like me, where you've got lots, even just a few, this is super powerful. Because all I do is I look at everything there and it's all in one place. And it does it automatically, right? I'm not having to keep going in and re-logging into all of these areas with different passwords and different security questions, right? That you then in there must be forget. And then you've got to reset it. You know how it is, right? It's a lot of hassle. It's like these banks don't want you to get into there websites right well money dashboard makes that so much simpler okay so just get all the stuff into there and then review it so once i've got everything in there every week i just go in and i do a quick check and guys i don't categorize okay i massively encourage that in other videos you know if you're really like kind of want to on the start of all of this or really want to kind of drill into how you spend but if we're going for the simplest way, don't categorize. All you wanna know is, is that transaction what you've spent personally or not, okay? So the key things you wanna remove out of here are transfers. So if you've moved money from one place to another, get rid of that, okay? That's not you spending. Secondly, if it's a repayment, so if you've got a credit card and you're repaying the debt, right, each month, then you can get rid of that because that's not you spending, that's you just moving money, right? So if you've spent money on a credit card and then you're repaying that credit card, you're just transferring money from one account to another, right? If you think about it. And then lastly, business spending. So for me, I keep that separate. It's just what I'm spending personally. So if, for example, I'm having to repair a washing machine in one of my properties, that cost goes into a separate analysis for my business. So then I can look at income for the business minus cost of business. This is just personal income. Guys, if you don't have any business spending, even better, you don't even have to look at that, okay? Just personal. And that's it. I go in each week and I just check, is it is it personal spending? Yeah, okay, then I keep it in. If it's not, then I remove it and I exclude it and then I add it up. And Money Dashboard does this for you on the dashboard itself. You can just say, how much have I spent this much this month cumulatively? And then you can just exclude on a filter the areas you don't want. So you could just say, okay, for, for the category transfers, 
or business spending, don't include that and it will add it for you in real time. Okay, so as you go, you can see how much you're spending that month or how much you spent last month. So if you're just starting this process, best thing to do is to bring everything into Money Dashboard and then just look at that last month. How much did you spend last month? So if it's say the 8th of June, so today recording this is the 6th of June, okay? I'd go in and I'd say, well, how much did I spend in May? Okay, just add it all up, right? Great, okay, so now I've got a starting point. I understand what I spent last month. And then I just do it for June, you know, how much did I do for the six days? And then each week I'll set a date roughly to just update it and to see how I'm progressing that month. In addition to this, okay, so this is all income focused, sorry, spending focused. The other key area is wealth, right? So the slight off topic because it's not budgeting, but this is so important. You know, when it, when it comes down to the minimum level I do, I track how much I spend and then how my wealth is accumulating because income for me, I think is not important. It's wealth. That is the most important thing. That's really what is an indicator of financial success. So each month I go through each of the different accounts that I have and I check, okay, how much is in each of these accounts? How much is in bank account one? How much is in bank account two? How much is on my mortgage? How much uh, equity do I have in each property? Whatever it is, just add up the balance for each asset you have and each liability. Assets could be bank accounts, could be properties, you know, whatever, your financial investments, and then liabilities are like credit cards, loans, mortgages, that kind of thing. Add it all up and that's your number for your wealth. Okay, so I would highly encourage you to do that. But that's an add-on. That's something I do and I think it is awesome. But, uh, and then I just check that each month. Each month I just check how am I progressing? How am I doing uh, as, as I go? I've got a really cool little spreadsheet that I use for this. So if you want to check that out and you want to use it, make it a little bit easier, I'll link that in the show notes as well. It effectively just goes through all the different categories in which I add up to find out what my wealth is sitting at month. And then I can track it, you know, I can see, you know, it gets exciting and see how much I make it, how much I'm building each month. And then I can be working towards a target, right? Like if there's a number I want to kind of get to, I can say, oh yeah, I'm getting closer and closer. Or if I'm starting to slow down, then I can think, oh, well, why is that happening, right? And then I can do stuff to address that. Okay, so that is the first step, adding everything up. Second step, review of the ARC three-step process. So once I've added it up, okay, you wanna be reviewing what you've actually spent your money on. And again, this needs to just be really, really simple. Okay, what is the 80-20? Where, where can your time be most best spent? So I can do this each week or each month, however you want. You know, I do a quick check in each week and then I do a kind of a, a little, a bigger review each month, but whatever works for you. So what I do is I just look at how much I spent that month, okay? So what I have is, is a number, okay? So I set my spending each month to 3K, okay? Your number might be smaller, might be bigger, but for me it's 3K, 3,000 pounds. And so what I do is I say, okay, well, how much should I spend this month? Is it two and a half? Awesome, okay, that's less. Well, why is that less? Okay, it's because I did X, Y, and Z, okay, cool. Or, ooh, 
this this month I spent four thousand. That's way over. What happened? Why did I do that? Do I what can I do to address that to spend less each month? And just simply seeing how much I've spent that month in relation to what I want to spend will massively change how I then kind of go into the next month to make sure I'm spending less uh, and then moving to to the kind of average that I want to be at. Guys, if you don't have a number, real easy way to do it is just look at what you spent last month and then think, well, if I think about how much I spent, let's say you spent, I don't know, uh, two and a half thousand pounds last month. And then you think about your last month, and you're like, mm, you know what? I'm not really happy with last month. I think that was a little bit too much. I looked at what I spent. I want to I want to improve on that. Okay, great. I'm going to set a £2,000 mark. Well, you just think, well, you know what? That was a normal month. I'm happy with that. I just want to make sure that I'm not going crazy and, and, and escalating that. Okay, cool. Then you set two and a half. Whatever you want. You set the number based on your own uh, preferences. So I get that number and then I check against it. Okay. So then the next thing I do is, so once I've seen how much I've spent relative to how much I wanted to spend that month, the next thing to do is to then go, okay, well, how can I improve on it? And the way I do it personally is I focus on the big numbers. And that's because, look, for me, the day-to-day -day spending doesn't really move the needle much, right? I'm pretty frugal. Most of what I spend my money is on the things that I really believe are important. But where I get caught out is where I make big purchases. You know, if my monthly spending is 3K, that's my budget. But all of a sudden, I spent 800 pounds on something or 1,000 pounds on something. That's going to massively move the needle, right? Okay. And some of these things are infrequent, okay? If I want to go on holiday, that's not going to be every month. If I want to buy a new laptop, that's not going to be every month, okay? So what happens is, you know, I'm doing my normal spending and then boom, I need or I want to spend something that's quite big and that can throw my budget out. So, so I'm looking at those, those big numbers and I'm thinking, well, okay, what were they? How much were they? Why did I spend that? Was that the right thing? Should I have spent that? Should I maybe taken it a little bit longer? Um, could I have bought something else that was a little bit cheaper? Okay, because if you bought something for a thousand pounds and you could have bought that thing less frequently or got a kind of 20% reduction on that, that's 200 pounds. Okay, but if you're finding something you spent five pounds on, 10 pounds on, hell, there's not much movement you can get on that unless you're you're spending it a lot, okay? So some of the areas that people really kind of struggle with is travel, you know, getting a list of taxis. That's an area I was seeing a lot. Food, okay, I really value my time. So I was spending a lot of money eating out, instant food that was really healthy, just healthy food in general is really expensive. And I was finding myself spending quite a bit of money on that. But for me, that's important and I was happy to do that. So the next step is course correct, okay? So having seen what you spent your money on, what do I want to do differently next month or next week? How do I want to change things to make sure I'm on that budget? So, you know, I think the, the majority of the benefit was just doing that analysis, seeing how much I spent versus what I wanted to spend. And then my mind in the background going, oh, okay, next month I want to be spending uh, a little bit less. Or next month, you know what? 
I'm way on top of my budget. I can spend a bit more. I can enjoy myself. It's no big deal. And then I'm still within my budget. In the background, I'm kind of just aware where I am on my budget without having to constantly review it and think about each item that I'm buying, okay? But I'm gonna give you some examples from my own personal life, maybe bring this to life and to show you, you know, like even for someone that's been doing this for years and years and years, uh, you know, I, I still kind of find things uh, and, and course correct as well. So I'll give you some examples kind of in the last few months for me. So when I was reviewing my spending, what I was seeing was, you know, everything I spent my money on, I was happy to spend it on, you know, it was stuff that was important to me. It really moved my life in the direction that I wanted it to. But what I was noticing was some were really big items and that was occasionally throwing my budget out of the window. Okay, so number one, an iPhone. I bought an iPhone. These things are so expensive. Boom, a thousand pounds like that, you know, out of my out of my budget. Second, I refurbished my garden. £6,000 when I added it all up just to make my garden look a little bit nicer. Whew, huge, right? That's two months worth of spending. Three, I bought a personal development course that I was going on. £1,000 for that personal development course. And I go on a lot of these courses, okay? A holiday, boom, another £1,000 on going on that holiday. And then lastly, I went to see a number of health specialists to get their expert opinion on some areas that I was concerned about for my own health. Each time I went and saw those specialists, it was about 300 pounds a pop, and I saw four different specialists over just a few months. Again, another 1,200 pounds. These are big, big numbers, and you don't need to do many of those to be able to throw your budget out out of whack right and off that course in which you want to be going so then i thought well why did i make these big spendings do i want to be spending this much money in these areas right is that really best use of my money well then i thought well actually it makes sense okay because for me i've got certain priorities there are certain areas that you know i'm really frugal about money i'm very careful but certain areas i really value strongly because i genuinely believe it, it makes my life better, it fulfills me more, it, it makes me a better person, it makes others a better person. I, I feel that that's the right areas in which to spend money, okay? iPhone, productivity. If I get an iPhone, it improves what I can do with the time I have. Second, garden. It improves the quality of my home. So when I'm at home, I'm at peace, I'm, at, uh, I'm enjoying myself more, the aesthetic of that, makes me have a stronger emotional well-being and therefore I'm able to get more from my life and be happier as a person. Thirdly, getting that personal development course. I value personal development highly. I think you know a journey of constant growth and improving oneself is one of the best things we can do to, to make ourselves better and, and have a meaningful life. For holiday, being able to connect with friends and family, I think one of the best, most effective ways of doing that is going on holiday. You get a really deep connection with someone when you go on holiday and it allows you that time to, to, to kind of recoup and kind of recover from, from all of the craziness that goes on in our lives. And then lastly, seeing those specialists, that was money invested in my health to make sure my health is as good as it can be because that is the bedrock 
of a strong uh, of a strong life. If you don't have your health, then you have nothing, right? So you know, I I agreed with the principles of buying these buying these buying these items or spending money in these areas. But what I was a bit concerned with was how much I was spending in these areas. So I just thought about it. I just thought, well, you know, buying an iPhone, is that something I really want to be doing? You know, next time I go and buy an iPhone, what do I want to be doing? Do I want to still spend a thousand pounds? Do I maybe want to get a cheaper model? Does it, do I really need to spend that much money on it? Um, or could I do something else like sell my old phone? So for that in particular, you know, I want the newest iPhone each year, not because I want to be keeping up with the Joneses, but because I use my phone all the time. I'm constantly on it for multiple different businesses, friends, family and stuff. And when I go on it, I want it to work. You know, I want it to work and I want the battery to last. And that means having the best iPhone at the time. Also, I use it for recording the videos. So I want the best camera, you know, and the money spent based on the amount of value I get from it is so small relative to value, you know, it's a no brainer. I do it, okay? So I'm not gonna change that, but what can I do? Well, I can sell my previous iPhone. So really all I'm doing is spending each year the difference between that new phone and the value of the phone that's a year old, okay? So that's, a, you know, it can be a big drop, but you know, it's not huge. What, a third of the value? So if I sell the old phone for six, 700 pounds, and I'm buying the new one for a thousand, Okay, it's a thousand pounds, it's a lot of money, but actually really I'm only spending three or 400 pounds, okay? Second example, the garden. Okay, well, what I realized was things added up. I wanted to get this, you know, it started off at say, you know, you know how it is. It started off at like two and a half, three thousand. And then, you know, oh, I'll just get that. Oh, I'll just add on that. And if we just get this, oh, it looks so much nicer. Or if we get these products, then a little bit higher value, then it will look even nicer. And, and I'm happy with it but I was aware of how I ended up getting to that figure. And so next time I go into a situation like that, I'm gonna kind of try and price it up at the beginning, maybe give myself a little budget, say, you know, that's how much I wanna to commit to spending. And that allows me to make sure the numbers don't escalate. Okay, so you get the idea, okay? One, look at the big numbers because that is gonna drive the biggest impact on how much you spend. And then secondly, just, just think about why you spent it, whether you want to spend it, and the different ways in which you can either avoid spending it or just reduce how much you're spending on those particular things. And that is really it. That's all I do, okay? Each week, I just go on Money Dashboard. I have all my different accounts in there. I go through and I say, okay, is that personal spending? Oh, no, that's not, okay? Ignore that, that's a transfer. Da -da -da. Money dashboard just adds it up for me. It says, oh, this month you've spent 400 pounds and it's been a week, so great. You know, for example, you know, 400 pounds and roughly by now I should have spent 700, so I'm on track, I'm ahead of schedule. Brilliant, that's awesome. At the end of the month, you know, let's say it's the 4th, 5th of June, you know, round about now, uh, I go in, I say, right, well, how much did I spend for May? Cool, I spent two and a half thousand pounds. My budget's three. I'm on track, brilliant. Oh, I just realized I spent 500 pounds on that holiday. Oh, that's quite a lot. Was I happy with that? Was that, you know, was, was that a sensible play? Yeah, that was, you know, 500 pounds for a holiday. You know, I haven't done a holiday for a little while. That makes sense, I'm totally cool with that. Oh, fast forward a month and a month later, I'm looking at June. 
oh geez, I've just spent four grand. My budget's three. Geez, that's a big, that is a big jump. I've, I've gone way over my budget for this month. Well, let's have a look why. Ah, okay, it's because this month I spent 2,000 pounds redoing the carpet in my home. Really wanted that, I loved it, you know, it was really important, it needed to be done, but, you know, could I have gone for a cheaper carpet? No, I was happy with the amount of money, that was fine, you know, uh, there's no way for me to kind of want to reduce that, but I am aware that means that it's taking me over my budget. So I'm gonna take it easy with any big spendings for the next month, make sure my spending stays in line the next month, so that when I average it out, my average per month gets back into a 3,000 pounds. But then I look at some of the months before and I was two and a half thousand a month before and 2,300 a month before that. So actually my average is still only just over 3,000. So I don't need to work too hard just to be aware not to spend too much money in that next month, especially on bigger my items. And that is all I do. It's that simple. I must spend, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, a week. And then I do maybe half an hour a month doing the overall monthly review super easy and guys you can simplify it even further you could just do it once a month okay you could not even set a budget you could just observe how much you spent literally just observing how much you spent and and what were the biggest things will get you most of the results and just allow you to think oh do i want to be spending less or more it'll just you'll organically course correct in the direction you want to and then three just think about, you know, are you happy with the money you're spending? And that's literally it, okay? Guys, you know, kind of little add-ons, you know, in terms of the show notes, I'm gonna to link to Money Dashboard, which is what I use to pull everything in to make it really, really simple. I'm also gonna link you to my Wealth Tracker, which is where I just add up all of the different pots of money I have, and that can be amounts of money in a bank account, but also assets, you know, so if I have a property, I'm going to track the value of that property because that's part of my wealth, you know, part of my assets. And then secondly, I track all my liabilities, so my debts. So if I have a mortgage on a property, I'm going to track that. If I have a loan of, say, £2,000, I'm going to track that. A credit card of 5000 that's going to go in there. So I've got all my assets, which is positive money, if you think about it like that. And then all my liabilities, which are like debts or kind of negative money. Add all of that up, and that gives me my net asset position which is effectively my wealth. Each month I look at that and I'm like, oh cool, it's going up, that's awesome, I'm getting excited, I'm working towards maybe a number I've got in mind, I can see which months I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm moving quicker or less quick, and then I can have a look at like why, why that might be happening, and that's it, that's all I do. Very, very simple process. So guys, if you wanna be budgeting and you wanna do it in a simple, easy way, this is the approach for you. Guys, I hope you found this video as interesting as I've found putting it together. I've had a lot of fun doing it. I hope it brings a lot of rewarding improvements to your own financial future when you put it in. If you've enjoyed it, like the video, subscribe to check out my weekly videos going forward. I bring out awesome content each week across all platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, the lot, Instagram as well. 
So whatever your medium is, you can kind of absorb it through that way. If you think there's somebody in your life that probably could do with getting their budget sorted, please do share it with them, you know, give them a nudge. Hopefully this will be the uh, video that gets them onto a much financial future. I will see you next week. Take care.